Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Fresh Rip Podcast. We got a special guest in the house, Michael, Michael Blackson. Blackson, baby. Fuck you. 200 times to square root of fuck you again. My nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the show, baby. This- Hey guys, welcome we're to back. the Fresh Podcast, man. You guys missed a little bit here, so we'll just pick up where we left off. You were in the middle of roasting. That's fresh, right, motherfucker. <laughs> this nigga looked like the nigga from the movie Get Out if you never got out. <laughs> <laughs> and then this nigga looked like the 3,000 pick in the NBA draft in 2010 that never made it. He like, <laughs> got to all his ligaments, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and the 3,000 pick from DeVry University, this nigga. <laughs> DeVry University? That's the worst. I will say this, though. <laughs> Mike came in and we're like, hey, man, uh, we have no shoes rule. And he was like, real shaky about it. Like, oh, uh, uh, and then he took his shoes off. And I was like, damn, those things are ashy, bro. I can see why, man. Yo, Never we're brothers. feet are for real. We're both ashy feet. Yeah, our feet are related, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, guys, uh, welcome to Fresh Red Podcast, man. Uh, yep. Quick announcements, guys. Patreon.com slash Fresh Red, where you guys can find all the behind the scenes content, us kicking out annoying girls, Zoom calls. We're going to have our first Zoom call for the month on Sunday, Sunday. 8 p.m. Uh, also, we have uh, content on there where we answer questions. Uh, you know, at the 97 tier. And uh, yeah, check Anything. us out over there. Patreon.com. Real estate, dating, Fresh Ray, guys. whatever you want to know. Everything we help you guys out with. Also, guys, check us out on uh, Spotify. Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Every single platform you listen to podcasts, we are there. Just make sure you wear headphones, though, because we're the most hated, and you can definitely get in trouble for that and lose your job or canceled. And then also get the gear, FreshRayPodcastStore.com. Right now, we're low on merch, guys. I ain't going to lie. But thank you so much for supporting and buying the merch. Uh, we should get restocked here very soon. Thanks, guys. And then uh, also, Fresh got a vlog channel. Yeah, so guys, for behind the scenes of my life, Chris, Trey, and Myron, check it out. I'm going to put up a vlog today as well with Michael Blackson in it. Shout out to him and his wife, uh, well, soon to be wife, Arada. And yeah, check it out, guys. And then uh, also, guys, uh, check us out on Twitch. We're live streaming on Twitch right now as well. Twitch.tv slash Podcast. Check us out. Yep. Uh, it's actually in better quality Way better quality. over there, guys. So check us out over there. Oh, yeah, well. you guys on MySpace too, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> We're everywhere. You're everywhere. <laughs> in MySpace too, man. Shout out to who, who's the owner of MySpace again? Oh, no, Tom? no, no, Mike. I am in your space oh. right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Thankfully, we got a comedian in the house. A real comedian. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, Chris, you want to tell about your Twitch channel, your struggling Twitch channel that you haven't posted anything on? Hey guys, follow me on Twitch. I'm going live this week, so let's get it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. And then, uh, and then we got uh, guys for any video reactions. DM uh, Trey. DM Trey, uh, Trey, uh, Trey Talk Sports on Instagram. He ain't gonna respond to you, but yeah, he's there. And yep. then uh, anything else? You know the good thing about you guys. You guys sound so educated. I went on another part with the Noriega shit. Sound everybody there just dropped out of eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> y'all niggas sound like y'all all went to college and yeah. your parents loved you guys. <laughs> I'm proud of you, man. I'm very happy to be here. I feel real educated. I feel like a dumbass right now. 
That sounds when, whenever a nigga talk white, they be like he sounds educated. Well, I, yeah. I sound like a nigga. Nigga, nigga. And then guys, follow us on Instagram, Freshman Podcast. Let's get into the interview, man. Man, if you don't know, man, we got Michael Blackson in the house. Michael, tell them who you are. They don't know who you are already. I mean, this is pretty obvious, but like, tell them who Michael Blackson is, man. If you don't know who I am, that means you haven't paid your cable bill in about 25 years. <laughs> nigga, get your life together. Uh, comedian Michael Blackson been telling jokes for over 25 years, uh, originally from West Africa. You know, uh, Ghana is my blood, Liberia is who fed me, and I actually got my discipline from Nigeria. So I really represent all of West Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, my passport said ECOWAS. That's like, uh, ECOWAS, East, um, what the fuck, economy of, whatever, it has to do West Africa, motherfucker. <laughs> I represent all of West Africa, so, you know, um, and shout out to my continent um, for, you know, bring me to, to the, the great thing about, you know, coming from abroad and coming to America. Mm. that's the hardest thing coming here to break through is the hardest thing for any foreigner yeah. you know but when I came to the States that was not my intention I didn't come here to be a star I just came here as a kid I was about 13 years old you know came with my mother my mother who's an evangelist it's like for some reason every children that their parents is pastor always always the bad ones we're always the one with the rude mouth and it I mean, my mouth, I don't know where this comedy shit came from, you know, and I, I sit back and I think back to when I was a kid because, you know, even if you play football, you play as a little kid, yeah. you know, and with comedy, I was trying to think like, where the hell this shit came from? And I sat there one time and I thought about me being six years old. I remember taking a tape recorder six years old and just cussing on it. Mind you, my mother is like a woman of God and goes <laughs> travel the world, preaching gospel. And I thought about that. I'm like, that's where this comedy shit came from. When I was six years old, I remember doing this. Wow. Just taking a tape and just cussing shit, shit, fuck, shit, shit. <laughs> I remember that six years old. What? Did she ever hear it? <laughs> fuck no. no, no. She's, I hope she's not watching the show. <laughs> I want you to have as many views as possible. Mom, please don't watch. She's in Ghana right now. She's not even paying no mind. She's like in her late thousands. Okay, good. Growing up, did you learn English or did you like learn it when you came over? Oh, no, no. We spoke English. Um, you know, Liberia, most of my African life was in Liberia. Okay. Liberia has like a broken English. You know, like whatever you say, like to speak like more English, just almost add an O to everything you say. Like, how you doing, oh, I'm hungry, oh. <laughs> I'm hungry, uh, so like, I'm like fresh and fit, oh. You're singing all the time. <laughs> this man got drafted in the NBA draft, oh. <laughs> you know, everything is added, oh. So Liberia is a broken, Liberia is like, I don't know, you know, you guys know the history of Liberia? Give uh, us give us a crash course. Man. Well, when, La- when the Sudan, slaves so that's a whole when other. the slaves were allowed to, when the slaves were free, mm-hmm. they were allowed to go back. Most of them went back to Liberia. Mm. You know, that's like where most of the slaves went back to settle when they were let when they were allowed to go back home. Okay. You know, so Liberia, um they have the they have they have I mean a lot of countries in Africa all have their own tribes and language and everything. But it's a particular people in Liberia called the Konka people. Konka people are those who didn't really have a tribe because they were the ones that came from from like um America when the slaves were allowed to become free. So those don't those ones don't have a tribe. They just pretty much spoke the broken English. Okay. Gotcha, I got gotcha, you. Gotcha, gotcha, man. Super chats real quick. Uh yeah. So okay. So uh, guys, thank you so much uh for super chatting. So Chris, what do you want to do here? Uh yeah, let's read them. I got, okay, so I'll read a couple of them here, guys, because we got a special guest in the house. So we'll try to limit the super chat reading here and on, then, on uh, this one. After that's uh, twenty bucks and up. Yeah. So uh Ricky Webster, five bucks, just showing love, props dude. Thank you so much, thank Ricky you, Webster. Uh Mr. Uh Mr. Orange. Original? 
Fake.nigga. Fake oh, fuck that nigga. Okay. Uh, Jeffrey, this is about to be a great show, Mother Suckers. Uh, stating, uh, staring Africa's number one Mr. Black Sun and Feet and Fit. Okay, thank you so much. And then uh, five bucks from Salah Aminu all the way from... Oh, that's four, no, that's four pounds, nigga. That's more than five dollars. <laughs> four pounds is about six fifty. There, there you go. go. Six dollars, motherfucker. More thank you, sucker. motherfucker. We are rich. <laughs> Black Wolf Inc. Five bucks. What's good, fellas? Fresh, take a good look at Michael. Look at him. Look at him. He is the captain now. Myron is always over 9,000. <laughs> He's the captain now. <laughs> and then Michael Meestroke likes her free. Five bucks. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Joey Badass, five bucks. Chris uh, is the hidden gem of the show from his snarky remarks to behind-the-scenes work. Thank you so yes, much. Facts. Thanks, and then Hawkman, uh, no wonder y'all were late. Y'all needed a son to light fresh and Michael in the same room. <laughs> uh, uh, Hawkman. I want to see this fucking picture. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, Venom2333, this is going to be easily be the funniest episode ever. Sup, Matasakas. And then we got Tori Lanes. I thought Fresh and Michael were going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny, Tori. And then uh, Isaac Perez, uh, keep up with the good content. I've uh, been watching y'all playlist videos. A uh, bunch of gems. Let the beach uh, nigga keep, keep beach ass niggas keep hating. Thank you so much. And then rewind, Michael. That Joe uh, Jolliffe of originally came from Senegal, and that's uh, Ibrahim Sisse. Uh, Five bucks. Canadian. I gotta try uh, Senegal Jollof. I'm hearing a lot about it. I gotta give it. A, you know. You know what the Jollof is? Now what's that? It's like a competition of who could make the best African version of fried rice. You know, Nigeria. Right now, the big con contest between Nigeria and Ghana. Ghana Jollof, Niger Jollof. They all have their own flavor of way of making their own. It's like a fried rice. It's like you know. So they, they say Senegal, I never tried Senegalese fried jollof. I've had Nigerian jollof. Nigerian jollof is trash. Um, <laughs> but no, I did have a good one from like an older Nigerian woman. If they are six years old and older, they make their good, good jollof, you know. But Ghana jollof, I think is number one. Liberia also has a jollof. Liberia jollof is pretty good. But I think right now, to me, it's between Liberia and Ghana. Till I oh, taste, of course. Till I taste Senegal jollof and Gambia, every fucking country has a jollof, motherfuckers. Damn, <laughs> too many races. And then, uh, welcome, Black uh, Blackson, number one podcast in the world. Absolute facts uh, today. Uh, Big Mo, uh, 89. Oh, Fresh's father is in the building. Don <laughs> building Don DeMarco. Big ups, Mr. Blackson. Uh, five bucks. Daquan Wiltshire is going to have to come gun blazing on the next ep appearance. Top five anime episodes because this episode is officially the funniest one-on-one uh, -on -one we've had. There you go. Because uh, his. Okay. And then we got five bucks from Theo Smiles. Yo, you mother sucker. Shout out to Ghana. Tiana. And then last one here. Uh, vibe with Tay Reacts. Fresh and fit turning up. Much love, Mike Black. I think from here on, you actually talk to the niggas that sent $10 or more. Guys. Yeah, we should. Well, it's going to be, well, Chris, you said 20 and up, right? 20 and up. Yeah, all yeah, them, yeah, them yeah. crackheads, don't, <laughs> don't crackhead prices today. Y'all talk to them niggas when I'm not here. He $20 said, and we'll talk to you, motherfucker. <laughs> he says, Mike Black, you top five of all-time comedians. You and Fresh Long Lost Brothers, motherfucker. All right, man. You said we're all right, cool. brothers. And, and guys, thank you so much for coming into the Bro, chat. Guys. Yo, guys, please, like, like the, the video. video, subscribe to the channel. We're going to give you guys some heat. So, Okay, so Mike, yeah. I got to know, brother. What inspired you to get into comedy? Because you're not actually just funny, bro. You just, Looking at you, I just want to laugh. But what inspired you to get into comedy? Well, fuck you comedy? too, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what? We play high go seek. It's going to overtime. You almost got this week, motherfucker. We have play duck, duck, Turn bitch. the lights off. And we'll both be missing, motherfucker. <laughs> be our chains and our watch and this nigga's face, motherfucker. <laughs> um, well, definitely won't see you too, but... <laughs> but you know what? It's what I went through as a kid. You know, when I came to America, um, you know, the goal for any foreigner come to America is just... The American dream, you know. Yeah. We didn't. I didn't be a star. I, I was happy at the job at McDonald's, you know. Um, but I'm. I came. I came as 13 years old. Kids just American kids are very mean. Yeah. A lot of things I didn't know about myself <laughs> till I came to America. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I was dark skin till I got here. 
for real. Like we never, we never looked at complexion, you know, when I was a kid back home. We never saw it. I got here and the kids like, oh, you black? I'm like, of course, we're all black. They said, no, nigga, you black as fuck. <laughs> like, Darkness. How black is that? Then, then I found out I'm black as under the bed. They said, the difference between me and midnight is 11.59. God said, let there be light. I was out of town. I look like I have no bright ideas. Every time I take a shit, I think my dick fell off. Yeah. So my dick look like shit. And they're telling you this as a kid? In the, when you oh, first as a got kid. Here? Americans are very mean. Wow. <laughs> you know, and then back home at that time, you know, we was never. This is never, in Philly, right? This is in Philly? Well, Philly was my next stop. My first okay. stop was Newark, New Jersey. Newark, oh. was, Newark was so bad. When I got to Philly, Philly felt like heaven. <laughs> you know, that's how bad Newark, New Jersey was. Damn. You know, Newark was rough. By the time I got to Philly, I was, it was been two, three years almost. So now I kind of like knew what it took to fit in and what it took to, you know, to like, hang with these niggas, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, but even before I got to Philly, like I said, you know, back from Africa, you know, we just, we, fashion is good. In Africa, we care about new clothes. We never care about the name brand when I was a kid. Now people are into brand. I'm talking about like, this late 80s. We didn't care, back in Liberia at 13 years old, you have new clothes, you get the girls. So I'm going to come into America, going to my Y'all first year over there? I didn't even Don't know be you guys a bitch. <laughs> Look like Scotty Pippen with a concussion. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like Scotty Pippen with, with the fucked up contract. Man. Like, yeah, Michael Jordan didn't help you out for a reason. Fuck um, you, Y'all playing the same team that you was living in a shelter, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo. Now I forgot what I was talking about. I was talking about fuck this nigga. So you're in school, new clothes. New clothes. So came I, come, to America. I, I came to America. My mother, at this time, my mother worked at McDonald's, made $50 a week. That's how we, and we lived in our friends. Um, my mother had a friend in Jersey. We lived in her basement. And back then, I mean, basement, now people fix their basement up. It was before people started fixing their basement. Back then, basement was the basement where Damn. if you down there, somebody flush the toilet, you're going to smell that shit. <laughs> Damn. I mean, we, that's where we slept. And every time these motherfuckers flush the toilet, I'm like, what the fuck these niggas are eating upstairs? Because the shit stunk. <laughs> but my mom, she made 50 bucks a week, and she could only afford to buy me clothes from, like, McCrory's and Woolworth, which is kind of similar to, like, Walmart now. Woolworth, yeah. I remember that. But Woolworth. That's right. in Barbados, too. Oh, you have that? Yeah. Oh, dope, man. So, yeah, so my first day of school, my, my, my mother bought me church shirt, like a button-up shirt, some church pants, because my mom was all about church. Uh-oh. And then I said, Mom, I need sneakers. I'm going to school. And then she bought me these sneakers called an action. She got this shit at Pathmark. Pathmark is a grocery store. Back and in the day in New York City? Back in the day in New York. Newark, so, it's yeah. like you buy chicken and you buy sneakers all in the same aisle. <laughs> like, you know? So now I got a fl- chicken flavor sneakers. <laughs> And I'm, but I don't give a fuck. It's all brand new. I'm fresh. I'm going to school. I'm, I'm out of shit on these niggas. I got brand new clothes. Yeah. I had no idea that shit had to be name brand. I just thought <laughs> as long as it's new, I go there. I'm like, you know, yeah, motherfucker. I'm like, yo, these bitches. I'm gonna get my first kiss this year. I'm excited. Niggas, everybody start laughing at me. Like, what, like, what you doing? I said, what you mean what I'm doing? They said, what you wearing? I said, this is brand new. They said, nigga, it's not Adidas. It's not Nike. I said, motherfucker, it's brand new. Nobody never wore this shit. <laughs> It lit my ass up, man. <laughs> Yo. And I didn't get into fashion till later. Two years later, I remember getting a job selling candies door to door. This um this guy used to come and take us to like um rich white neighborhoods and we just lied to these white folks. <laughs> hey, I'm with the youth co-op staying out of trouble. I'm selling these candy. This candy he he probably paid 
maybe 50 cents for these candy. We sold this shit for like three seventy five, mm. and we got 75 cents out of every one we sold. Ah. So I would make about 50 bucks a week, and I was saving my money up. And then the following school year, I went and bought me some name brand stuff to school, and then I started to fit in little by little. And then um, my mother had some friends in Philly that told her, hey, said, Philly's much cheaper. You know, you get your own place here. So we got to Philly, had a first apartment, that was three hundred fifty dollars, three bedroom for three hundred fifty dollars a month. And what? I oh, my, damn. Yes, yeah. This is like, were <coughs> you in eighty nine? It's eighty nine. Oh, eighty. Okay. Oh, in the hood. I'm in the hood. Fifty fifth okay. and Chester Avenue. Like, is no. this North Philly? This is Southwest Philly. Oh, sure. Oh. You know, it's near a street called King Sesson. Man, no kings live on that motherfucker. <laughs> Bunch of niggas ready to kill the kings. <laughs> but yeah, so I grew up there, and then I had my own, my first room, my own room for the first time. And uh, by then, then I had a job at Domino's Pizza. So you know. Selling pieces. I was. I started off just answering the phone, learn how to deliver. I started delivering pieces on a bike. I didn't have a license at the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a car license, so I delivered pieces on a bike and making tips every night, twenty, thirty dollars at night. Saved my money. Started buying clothes. So when I, by the time I got to Philly, it was like eleventh grade, and then I was like looking real fresh. You know, kids were like, "God damn, who's this dude?" Mind you, I'm brand new. I already knew what it took to fit in, and at that point in life, it was like. Um, how old are you at this point now? Um, 15. <coughs> 15, okay. 15 going on 16. It was summer. I knew I, t- I was going to turn 16 in November. I'm born in November. Okay. So this is like September. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the 10th, 11th grade. I'm in 11th grade, and I remember going to school fresh. And back then, it wasn't that many foreigners in America. It was mostly Jamaicans. So everybody <laughs> that was dark-skinned with an accent, they thought you was Jamaican. Jamaican, straight up. And top, not only dark-skinned with an accent, you Jamaican, and what do Jamaicans do? What did they all do for a living? Oh, they sell drugs? Sell drugs. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> make, Weed right. man. Weed man. So Bless up. I went to school with an accent. Niggas thought I was a drug dealer, Jamaican drug dealer. I said, you know what? I'm going to let niggas think I am. They wouldn't want to fuck with me. Because right. nobody want to fuck with a drug dealer. Yeah. You know, so I didn't say much. I just kept real cool. What's up, guys? Myron Gaines here, one half of the Fresh Fit Podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, guys, Anchor is totally free. You don't need to spend your own money. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Quiet, and people just thought I was a drug dealer. So they didn't bother me much, and then that's when I started making fun of people. You know, there's like 11 gray. I started, okay, now what you wearing now, motherfucker? I'm talking clowning niggas one by one. That's when the comedy started to come in, mm. you know. And then I remember when I graduated high school, I was still at Domino's. I learned by that time I'm like managing Domino's Pizza. And I remember I hired this one, one particular guy. He was, uh, he did part-time at Domino's, and he was a full-time acting teacher at the Philadelphia Community College. And he just thought I was funny. He said, Mike, you funny. Let me know. Let me help you get like five minutes together to go to open mic. And he helped me put my first five minutes together, and I started going to open mic every week. Wow. So even being in that situation at Domino's, you met somebody that could change your life. Yeah. That's crazy. That that pressured me to go on that stage. So, yeah, man. So that's where comedy started. And then, you know, one thing that... Back then, though, we're talking about early 90s now. That's like 94. It was all about competition. Everything was a competition. And that's even when I did Comic View and, like, 
94, 95, it was a competition, you know. And I remember the first one, I, I took an air. Like, I had, like, but everybody that beat me, them niggas ain't doing shit right now. <laughs> it's funny, me? like, when you first start anything new or anything that's, like, a, a different career, like, you're going to fail at the very beginning. And But once you keep going and you oh, keep yeah. pushing in the effort, it's going to make sense. But it's funny. Imagine a young Michael Blackson saying, ha-ha, you black nigga. <laughs> hey, motherfucker, where you went, punk bitch? Which sneakers is that? <laughs> were you still working at Domino's when you were doing these comedy routines? Oh, yeah, I worked at Domino's for... Uh, I worked there for a while, and remember one time I went to New York. At this time, I was the manager of Domino's. I'm probably like 22, 23 years old. Mm. And I remember <laughs> going to um, New York to do this show, and my assistant manager didn't show up. And then this just happened to be a day that the, the owners of Domino's decided to pop up to the store. Oh. Nobody there run the store. And it was not one, it wasn't a corporate store. It was a franchise, so they make their own decisions. They fucking fired me right on the spot because I was in there to run the store and my assistant manager was in there. So I lost my job. And then I had to like, at this point, I was making every bit of like comedy, not much. I was probably making $50 a show here and there. McDonald's was paying me at that time like 25000 a year. I was balling. Mm -hmm. I had a brand new Hyundai Excel with 16-inch American <laughs> racer rims. Motherfucker, y'all know shit about that. You just got to America, you punk bitch. And this is 1990, right? <laughs> no, no, this is like 95-ish. This is like 95? Yeah, 95. Okay. And then when you left uh, Domino's, did you go? I left Domino's, the struggle. that's when the struggle really You should have went to Pizza Hut, bro. I did try. I did went to Pizza Hut, but it wasn't going to make you manager. I had to, they wanted me to start all over from the beginning, and I, I did a bunch of temporary temp jobs. I worked at this one place. It was called, we, we just packed panties. I was a panty packer. <laughs> So I knew everything. In fact, this is we did pennies and broad. That's why I was inspired to do Titty Tuesdays on on the internet. I don't know if you guys ever watch my titties. I go live sometimes. Girls come on live and I look at their bra and guess what their bra size is by looking at them. Really? By mm. looking at their bra because I packed pennies and broad for like three years. So you knew? I knew I could look at a woman and tell you know her titty size. I was a titiologist. <laughs> you could tell if they're lopsided, hey, your surgeon yeah, sucks, all that. Yeah, yeah, all of that, bitch. You are 36 triple D. Motherfucker. You can breastfeed two villages with that. <laughs> all right, I'll hit the super chats real quick. Uh, okay, uh, Black Sun series. Uh, big up Fresh Fit for bringing the legend Michael Blackson on the show. I had me laughing from next Friday and can't wait for it. Meet the Blacks 3. Facts. That's uh, that. Um, and then, and, yo, there's 4,000 you guys in here. Plus, guys, please. Like the video. Like the video, comment below, and subscribe. Type, comment, uh, you know, Michael Blackson is really black, or for the algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. Uh, um, anything else, Fresh? Uh, Chris? No, we're good. Okay. So, so obviously, so you started rising up the ranks mm -hmm. with Comic View. And if I'm not mistaken, Comic View was on BET, right? Yes, BET. Yeah. yeah. That was back then. <laughs> BET was so everybody watched it. Because yeah. I remember when I first yeah. came on BET, I didn't have cable. I had no cable. I'm walking down the street. People were like, oh, we saw you on BET. I'm like, God damn, I wish I could see this shit too. We got like, a lot of millennials here that might not know. That's Black Entertainment Network, guys. That's yeah, the yeah. cable channel. <laughs> that That's when Black BET was really owned by a black person. It was Bob mm -hmm. Johnson, I think, was the owner back then. And then uh, later on, it became bought. I mean, we know Viacom bought it out now and whatever. But BET was like, Black Channel. That's was, what yeah, every yeah. every nigga watched. Well, Six and Park shit. and all yeah. that. I remember all that. of that. We all Terrence watched. Yeah. We all watched BT. So like now it's like you know TV will never be the same like it was back then. No, it's YouTube. Because I remember AJ and Free, bro. Terrence and Roxy. Oh, that's yeah. not hell no. AJ and Free was a real. Hey, man, I'm still young, man. How about that, man? How about Big Tigger in the basement? Remember that? <laughs> I remember that. Nah, I remember yeah, that. Man. What? I remember, yeah, I remember. That's BT. Yeah, yeah, Big right? Tigger. Yeah. It would go, it would go, um, rap in the basement, and then it would go 106 in Park. And then, uh, and then that would, and then what would go after one hundred and six? How about like that a movie? Okay. How about that midnight? What that booty shaking shit? Oh, was it uh, BT uncut. Uncut. Yeah, God I remember that it. shit too. Adult Swim. 
Is that what that part? Yeah, Cartoon Network. That's Cartoon Network. <laughs> yeah. Got you, stupid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what? Um, oh man. So you're rising through the ranks. Original you're doing comic ranks. View. Do a comic um, view. Who was uh, like a celebrity or someone that you met that really like inspired you or made you uh, uh, realize I mean, that shit's about to get real? Well, all right. So after I left Domino's and packed panties for a while. After packing panties, the penny company went out of business. When they went out of business, I, collect, I remember collecting unemployment for like six months. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I definitely took advantage of the government at that time. It's one time <laughs> I could say, God damn, I took advantage of the fucking system. I said to myself, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to collect all, I'm going to unemployment my ass till it ends. And it ended after six months. And I went and got uh, the job that really helped me. I worked for the airlines. I went and got a job with, back then was U.S. Airways, which is now part of American Airlines. Wow. I worked for U.S. Airways, and I've, I hope they're listening because I used the airlines. You know, I pretty much used them because when you work for the airlines, you get to fly for free. Your kids, your family, your mother, everybody get to fly for free. Oh, mm. shit. And okay. if you want to fly other airlines, you pay like 20% of whatever the fare is. So I took that job purposely because I wanted to be able to get around because at that mm-hmm. point, I wasn't really that popular. And when the promoter want to book a show, they don't want to fly me down. They'd rather go with a local. So I said to myself, you know, let me get this free flight benefit. Then mm-hmm. I could just tell the promoter, hey, you don't got to pay for my flight. Just throw me a couple of hundred dollars or throw me an extra hundred dollars, and I'll get there my own way. And I was using the airline to, you know, to get around. So this so, is what, let, mid, still mid-90s now? Or are we talking oh, no, no, we're not. Well, I got the job with the airline at 96, April of 96. And I, it was done at like, I worked from 96 all the way to like 9-11. Damn. Wow. Okay. Yes, I was there for, and mind you, I was there a year after Next Friday came out. Cause Next Friday came out in um, two thousand. Okay. Right. So I was there for after even doing a movie. I was there because the reason why I kept the airline job as long as I could it was my health benefit, and I get to fly. I'm like, you can take the free flights away from me. Because if when I started making money, even the flights were still putting money in my pocket because I fly for free and just pocket the travel money. Mm. You know. So I did that for like. All the way in '96 to 2001. That's smart. Though. And you were still running. You were still doing Comic View up. Uh, uh, oh yeah, time, I was doing right? Comic View every. That's every how I year. found you in the early 2000s. Was yeah, yeah. from Comic View because yeah, I remember yeah. I used to watch BET a lot back in the day. Uh, so one thing I used to do, I would I remember my days off were Tuesday and Wednesday. So usually like, you know, at least three weekends, at least two or three weeks out the month. Mm-hmm. Um, when I get off work Monday, I'll catch a flight to LA. Because L.A. had, like, the two popping urban nights. Those nights were Monday nights and Tuesday nights. So Ur- Monday night was a room at the Improv, the uh, Hollywood Improv, hosted by D-Ray Davis. And every every black person that was somebody in comedy stopped there that night just to go on. Oh, and wow. then Tuesday night was um, Fat Tuesday. It was hosted by Guy Torrey back then, who was Joe Torrey's brother. Guy Torrey was a host, and then everybody went there as well. So I just happened to be at... This Tuesday night, one particular night in 99. And why is Ice Cube popped up that night? Ice Cube came that night to see Mike Epps perform for the first time. Wow. To get him in um, next Friday. Because he heard about Mike. He said, okay, let me see this kid. If he's good enough to start next Friday. And there's a night Ice Cube saw Mike perform. And I happened to perform that same night. So I remember the girl, the girl that booked the show hit me up like, hey, they're doing this production called Next Friday. I didn't even know it was a sequel to a Friday movie. I, I, I just heard it's a production Next Friday and they went to audition for this movie. Yeah. And I took the script and I still, I didn't have a clue what Next Friday was. I didn't think it was a sequel to Friday at all until I went to the audition. You know, and even getting to audition was another task. So I remember I got this script and I remember I posted came and audition for the uh, movie I think a week later. Mm-hmm. So I remember I went back home, came back to Philly uh, 
at that particular time, um, I remember like a, a few days, a few days before my audition, I remember taking a trip, me, Kevin, because Kevin was from Philly as well. Yep. Kevin was like, he was like just starting out. He was like, right, Kevin was probably about a, three years below me. So it was me, Kevin Hart, a local f- comedian in Philly called Buck, and another guy named Toure. Those are all local guys. I remember us driving to New York to do a show. Mm-hmm. And we got into the car that belonged to the scamminess comedian in Philly. His name is Buck. So we got in this guy's car and get to find out. We're on the highway. State Trooper pulls over. Find out this guy, there's a problem with the title or whatever. They thought the car was stolen. Damn. So we all get locked up that night. <laughs> what? All of you? Yeah, all of us. Me, Kev. That was a whole the whole long story with that. We Whoa. all get locked up that night. That must have been a funny car ride, though. Oh, my God. It was funny. I'm not, I'm not even going to get that. in the back. A, you punk bastard. A, you punk bitch. You got me to this shit. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm, I'm sitting there. Cops came. They said, who car? I said, this nigga's car. This nigga. Because he had me drive at that time. Now he's tired. He's like, I'm tired. Can you drive? So I'm the driver. They, they pulled us out in guns, like because they thought it was a stolen car, but it was a license plate that belonged to another car. It's a long story. <laughs> but they pulled us out. It's like who car? The nigga Buck. What's his real name? Buck Ward. I don't know this nigga's <laughs> name. So bunch of niggas in one car. We all in it, we, four of us in the prison for like overnight. Damn. We go home, and the crazy thing about it, the day I had to go to court was the day I had to come to do my audition. I had to, it's the same oh. day I had to go to LA. So my court's at nine a.m. in Newark, New Jersey. I remember me and um, me and Kev, the only niggas that show up to court. We're like, we don't want this shit on our record. <laughs> I remember and Kev running a car. We drove from Philly to Newark because it happened almost in New York. It happened right by Newark, by exit 13 on 95. Mm. 13, around there, right before yep. the Holland Tunnel. Yep. So I remember we uh, we went to court that morning, 9 a.m. court. And mind you, I'm like, I'm booked on a, a, a 1.50 p.m. flight Damn. that day. So I'm like, I got this shit about to work. I got to go to court and make it back to Philly to catch this two o'clock flight because I have an audition at 5 p.m. in L.A. And we made it happen. I remember we went, went to court, got the thrown out because we had nothing to do with anything. Yep. He drove me back. I hopped in my plane, made it in time to audition for this movie. And I just... Was Ice Cube the, like the casting? One nah, of the casting Ice Cube was or? not actually... He wasn't there. It was a casting director who is Steve Carr. Mm. Steve Carr started a music video. He was a music video director. And okay. he... Um, and uh, Steve Carr and then the casting agent, um, Harden. Is it Kim Harden? That's her name, Kim Harden. So she was a casting director for that. And I remember when going up there and just, just taking that whole audition to the yep. next level. And the movie came out and I became a star. <laughs> Did you ever see Kevin be like, hey, bro, remember that night we got... Oh, no, footage? we talked about it. If you just look, it's all on YouTube. Kev had an interview on Facebook and he talked about the whole thing. And everybody... The thing about that, when we all got locked up, everybody made everybody sound like the bitch. Like, you know, everybody thought I said I was a bitch. If you talk to me, I'm like, I, I thought Kev was a bitch. You know, if you talk to Buck, Buck, I'm like, Tere was a bitch. Everybody blamed everybody uh-huh. for being a bitch that night when it pulled us out of <laughs> guns. You know, so you just, nobody has, no, everybody lie. Everybody make themselves look like the hero. Mm-hmm. You know, but most of the people, it was pointed to me like, of all of them, I think I was the most bitches nigga of all. <laughs> but it was, it was well, a night to remember. Though. I was driving, but it wasn't my fucking car. But this nigga knew why he made me drive the car, because he knew she <laughs> was together. It, was, it wasn't legit. Yes. When nigga, yeah. when nigga offer you his car to drive, niggas just said no. <laughs> don't do it. No, don't trust just, him. Don't trust this You never fucking. know. Oh, man. Okay, uh, that's super chats real quick. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so we got uh, Google Play. Play. Shout out to Fresh Fit and the Midnight Moon motherfucker. Toronto in the house. Shout out to the six. To the six, that's man. Right. And then we got uh, Project Boy... Boy... ENT LLC. LLC, yeah. I'm a pro... Uh, 
a 46-year-old RP Spartan, and you guys are like Leonidas. This manosphere has rejuvenated me and have passed the fresh fit RP to my 55-year-old bro. You are making men great again. Thank you so Shout much, you, bro. bro. Thank we tried the first over here, man. We'll yep. help you out with, every, with everything. Fresh, you got this one? Vibe with Terry Axe, 20 bucks. Here's 20 cents Mike Black talking-ish. And bat looking like an off TV. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could see this nigga's picture. <laughs> Oink for me. You guys, picture is a bucks. fucking NFT picture. Fuck you, punk bitch. Put your real picture up. <laughs> Yo. Like, yes. He says, Sup, Michael Blackson. Are you going to check out the new Drake album that drops tonight? Actually, we were in the car talking yeah, about it. Uh, I might have got the album early. <clears throat> Anyhow. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Uh, Haunted, Haunted Bucks, $20 super sticker. Thank, Thank you so you. much. And uh, cool. Yeah, we're good. Um, so what celebrity have you met that's like shocked you, like threw you off completely? Oh, uh, Eddie Murphy. Being in LA. Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie was a fan. You know, the fun thing about it, I ran into Eddie way before we were coming to America. I remember I ran into him in um at the comedy store in LA. He was hanging out that night. I think Chris Tucker was performing. He stopped to see this? Chris Tucker. This is uh every bit of um it was around the time I went two thousand eight, around that time. Okay. Mm. Around 2008, and I remember, you know, I went to go speak to him. Oh, he said, "Yeah, I know, I know you're, you're, you're the African dude, you mother sucker." <laughs> like, shit, it felt good that the guy knew who I was. Yeah, right. And then when they, when they wrote the movie, and you know, my little part in coming to America too, you know, when I was on set talking to him, he said, "When him and Arsenio Hall read that scene, they said that's Michael Blackson." Mm. He said, "They already had me in mind for that part." You know, so it was a good feeling when when they, I mean, I thought he, to me, he's my favorite comedian of all time. He's my goat, and then for him to know who I am and recognize who I am, it was a great feeling. You think mm-hmm. that would be a good fit in next coming to America? Who me? Where you gonna play? Uh, everybody shadow, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 We're not hiring, motherfucker. <laughs> We're not hiring no more comedians. We're not hiring no more fucking comedic actors. Okay. Uh, I heard, man. I heard. Uh-huh. You play. I'll tell you guys this. You can play my shadow, motherfucker. Okay, follow me around, motherfucker. Fresh is darker than Michael Blackson, bro. I didn't think it was possible. Wait, but... I am? Yeah, bro. I'm looking. I'm right jealous now. I'm of that. I don't hate that. I want to be the darkest. It's like you know when I came, kids clown me so much, trying to make me feel insecure about like. Now, I think black is in and it's beautiful. We always been beautiful. I will say Yo, this though, I'm your very feet jealous. Are than I his. got more lights on me. That's why he definitely lighter than me. <laughs> I go light though. Yeah, his feet are ashier than yours. The but you are black. Now my feet, my toes fucked up. Dog. <laughs> nah, nah. But, but you know what? Fuck like. my feet up from, for about from 2000, from like 98 to like 2008 for 10 years. I went on stage barefooted. <laughs> what? And I think between fungus and all these fucked those up the stages. The, the, the yeah, yeah, I had, I had because my closing joke back then was like, "Wait, we gotta see whose who's feet were." Please don't look. Yeah, it. let's see. It. Oh, oh Lord, God oh, damn, shit. God, <laughs> holy yo, fuck! What's worse? Yo, yo, what's worse? Yo, it's my, my, oh shit! Yo, that's just horrible. Yo, yo, it's oh, the same shit. feet, man. Bro, I swear to God. Yo, <laughs> yo, what the fuck, Mike? The battle of the ashy feet. Yo, this is not good, bro. Yo, yo a, like the video right yo, now. It's the same sort of joke. Like the fucking video right now, bro. Yo, for 10 years, on? for 10 years, I want to stay barefooted. Because my closing joke was, uh, you know, I said, fuck, fuck Adidas. This is the new skin shoes. <laughs> this is the low top. And this is, look at the hot top right here. This is the hot top right here. Yo! Oh, it's the Nike right here. Look at Nike. Oh, shit. Look at Nike. Yo, but see, my, yo, ash, ash, my ash goes up to here, though. See? 
So it's like curved. <laughs> Your stops right there. So oh. American floors fucked my foot up. I was, my feet was very nice and cute. Yo, my, 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 I ain't gonna lie, bro. Yo. He came in. We're like, hey man, uh, we have a no shoes rule here. And he was just <laughs> like, he's like, what? No socks, nothing. It's fucking hitting ass nigga. I ain't gonna lie. My mom is gonna kill me though. My mom told me stop doing this shit, bro. Baby powder on these guys' feet, bro. Ashiness is real. They'll say hundred bucks. Don't forget about chocolate Sundays. Respect, brother. Okay, oh, thank yeah. you so much. Oh, Twenty yeah. bucks, haunted bucks. Michael Black's now here looking like the Brooklyn Nets jersey. Where you find? Are these my haters from? They're following me. <laughs> and then uh, Keyshawn, yo, Michael, mad respect oh. and love. How you own your gap with confidence? As someone with a genetic teeth gap myself. You ever think about getting it fixed? How do you manage to pull girls with it? Ooh. Well, you know what? I, I put my I put clitoris between these gaps. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm from is a sign of beauty, man. I couldn't I, I mean, trust me, plenty of time I said me, I close in. My my woman like, don't you dare close that gap. I need that for my clitoris, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say this. With the fame and and the money, obviously things have ch are changing a little bit, and you yeah. know, the women come. So you believe in polygamous relationships like us as well. So what's your what's your take on on polygamy and relationships and and everything? I mean, I don't. Like I'm not. I don't believe in polygamy. I oh, just, you don't believe I, in I, it? No, no. I just I believe. I mean, don't get it wrong. I could handle three wives if 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 I could. Okay. If mm -hmm. I could find three, but but I mean, I I rather just love one woman and just. You know, occasionally just satisfy my needs once in a while. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Men, we want something different once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah we know, do. But we I do. just, I'm a, I'm a one husband, wife type of person. But smashing girls on the side, occasionally. But you know what? But you know what? I, <laughs> right, you know right what right. I respect is that he knows he doesn't want to lie. Yeah, he's, I don't he, lie. he's honest about it. Like that mm -hmm. to me takes a lot of balls. Yeah. Are your balls black? Blind days are over. You know, anything? <laughs> yeah, just like you know, at the end of the day. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that ends relationship is, you know, infidelity. infidelity yeah. Right. So yeah. just be upfront and be honest about, you know, what to your lady and then see. Like, <coughs> see what you guys can come up with. Yeah, we we, uh, we say on the podcast all the time that, like, if you're going to exercise options and have side chicks, you should let your girl know. Yeah, yeah let her know. They have to make that choice. Yeah. I'm and if you're, if you're a high-value guy, you're going to have offers all the time, but you don't take all of them. But, you know, every now and then, yeah. you know, things happen. So uh, you gotta negotiate that early in, in the relationship. You can't just be ten years in here. Can I have a side bitch? <laughs> no, <laughs> you gotta do that first fucking week. <laughs> first week. Hey, by the way, there's gonna be other ladies. So <laughs> I gotta know, bro. How did you uh, pick and choose Rada? Because I met her, man. She used to be an awesome woman. But how did you know she was the mm -hmm. one? Like, you know, when I met her, I was just I was, I just became single for about a year and a half or so. You know, I just got out of a four year relationship. Peace of mind. The last thing I wanted was a relationship. I didn't want no more. I was living my best life. You know, me and my dick was on tour, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sponsored by you know Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a couple of range girls over back in, in Africa as well for you? Right? Not in range, no. man. I, I mean, when I went there, it's, you know, when you're popping, man, pussy's not really hard to get. Yeah, exactly. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you know, to be great, you need that great woman by your side. You need to be focused. You need that right person you could trust, you know. Um, but, you know, when I met her, you know, I told her, I said, I don't, I'm, I'm staying right up, you know, we could kick it. And we was having fun. And she was, you know, she was okay with that because she just got out of, just got out of, you know, a divorce and everything else too. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, we, as we started to fall in love, you know, 
and side, all my side bitches started. Well, she kind of like kicking bitches out of the way. Little <laughs> little. They didn't win no way. She like started getting rid of them one by one, you know. But I told her from the beginning. His, I said, my biggest problem is my infidelity. So you know, if this thing's gonna work, gotta find a way to, to like you know. I don't want to lie to you. If I tell you, I'm not gonna ever sleep with another one. I'll be lying. So you know, and we worked worked up worked out a deal. So, and by the way, she's but she's a great woman. I mean, overall, you know, she is honest, beautiful, grown, um, caring, trustworthy. All that is so important. She don't want nothing. She never went up nothing. She she will fly. She lived in another state. She'll fly to me and take care of me. You know, I didn't just give her some dick. <laughs> she's dick and and uh, you know and. And it's, I mean, I it's like I never, you know, just I never had this kind of feeling in a very, very long time, if ever at all. You know what it is? Loyalty. Yeah. And you can feel that. Yeah, and it's, it's it. genuine. It's not fake. And that's hard to find, man. Fake. She don't want nothing. She said, man, when we get married, I'm ready to sign a prenup. I don't want nothing from you. I just want your love. You know? And shout to Rada. She's oh, in the studio right now, man. Hey, she is. Oh, shit. Like, Rada, beautiful. Why, you be? <laughs> Why you didn't tell me she was hit, motherfucker? <laughs> you got me talking crazy. <laughs> so I got to ask you a question. How do you deal with Mike? Is she going? Is she going? She joining it? No, no. Just real quick. Okay, real quick. How do, you, how do you how do you deal with uh with Mike? How how does he deal with me? That's the question. <laughs> yeah, I she's, mean, uh, we're we're kind of the same people. Yeah, we are. Honestly, and we just laugh and we have fun. So much, and that's fun. all that matters. Yes. I'm like a river. I just go with the flow of the re- direction of it. That's fire. Put him on blast. Tell us one uh, annoying habit he has that no one knows about. One annoying oh, habit. Oh yeah, you yeah. tell him. I don't care. I tell him yours too. Don't go ahead, motherfucker. Oh yeah. Good. Tell him, babe. I know you want to tell him. He has amnesia sometimes. Amnesia. <laughs> okay, I take amnesia. He I think was. And I... chooses what he wants to be honest about. Oh okay. I think she's gonna talk about my farting, but I, 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 <laughs> that's I, I got, he has yeah, I'm, one of the most stinkiest farts. Yeah, my fart. <laughs> Worse than mine. Yeah, dog. My fart with Claire is from my. Oh my y'all nigga, y'all gonna be on, bro. Gonna, they call me Moses. I part the Red Sea. Uh, nigga, uh, I, no, I part continents, motherfucker. <laughs> he parts the Red Sea. He likes part, parting the Red Sea. Oh, Even if he admits it or not, he does like parting the Red Sea, if you know what I mean. And oh, I yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, stop! Okay. Oh, Lord, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Awesome. She's awesome. I do or I don't like parting the Red Sea? No, you do. No, the fuck I don't. <laughs> That's our biggest argument. Nasty motherfucker. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! That's one of the most funny interviews <laughs> okay. ever, man. Yeah, yeah, Gotta be. Uh, go ahead, French. Okay, <clears throat> so Michael, tell mm-hmm. us your current views on the dating market. Because obviously you're not in it anymore. Mm-hmm. But back then, maybe you could tell us, like, okay, is it worth dating now? Is it worth getting married? Like, what do you think is happening right now in the current dating market? Um, uh, you know, it's it's social media has made it so just horrible. Just make it so easy to like fuck everybody <laughs> you know it's, everybody's so easy to get to mm-hmm. you know you could you could just meet a woman look at her face and then three hours later she's in your dm like, how did this bitch find me <laughs> you know it is so and vice versa it's so yeah. easy to find people um you know so you i think just think you just gotta be honest because about what you're about be right. honest from the door women just want honesty that's what i learned i learned that so late like prior to her i lied and cheated on every mile i was ever with i was never faithful Thank i don't you. think i've I think when my mother was breastfeeding me, I think I sucked another person's titties. That's how much unfaithful I've been my whole life. Yo. I think I sucked my neighbor's titty as a baby. <laughs> you know, so, but yeah, but just... Um, be honest. If it, yeah, because, you know, you meet a beautiful woman and you're like, damn, I want her to be mine. But, you know, deep inside to you, you want to fuck a bunch of bitches. Right. You know, so just be honest from the door. Honesty is important. 
So who, who do you think uh, has fucked Facts. up the modern dating? Uh, is it more women or more men? Has messed it up. Uh, I mean, I think you know, man, we are the big fuck ups at the end of the day. Okay, we are the big fuck. I mean, women are smarter about their fuck up. You know, it's harder to find they hide that shit. You know, they are better <laughs> at it. We are just more clumsier. We are stupider. We're dumber. You know. So I think, man, we are the fuck up. And we just, like I said, just be honest from the door. And you never know where your woman would be willing to accept. Because yeah, I think with social media now, uh, regular girls can hit up celebrities, you know what I'm saying? Like Facts. from oh, Idaho, yeah. Texas, and fly out. Like, it's just so many things going on. Like, you never oh, know. It was like that. But, like, you know, prior to me, like, getting with her, like, I'll be going to a city. I'm, I'll put up a fly. I'm in Cincinnati, the baddest bitch in Cincinnati. Hit me up. Hey, I see you coming to my city. Next thing that she's sucking my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and that's somebody's wife, probably. You never yeah, know. Exactly. I hope not. I don't do married women. God. I'm, that's one thing I never did. Okay. I just thought, you know, marriage is very sacred. And when people get married, they have broke God in their life. I don't want to be responsible for that. So I've turned on a couple of married women. And it, yeah. it's been those, you know, I've done like some military base. And military wives are the biggest hoes. On earth. <laughs> we, we sit on the show all the time. Bro, we sit on show all the time. Military women if you're are the, in the biggest military, man. Because they know their men travel and they know their men are doing their thing. So they try to get even. But I don't fuck with marriage. You told me you're married, my dick goes to sleep, motherfucker. Night, night. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we say on podcasts all the time, like, you know, if you could avoid it, like, don't fuck with married women, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not worth it. Like, because you're going to deal with a bunch of, you know, BS a lot of the time with it. So. And then you got to you know, you got to especially you know, you fucking up what God put together. So that's one person I don't mess with. That man upstairs. I don't give a fuck about everybody else. That guy upstairs, I respect him and I fear him. And that's facts, though. Super chats, real quick. Uh, yeah. yeah sure. um, so um, we got um, Marlon Brown here. You've asked the girls many times on the show, what do you bring to the table? And I've never heard any of them say trust. Big up from Jamaica. Okay. That's thank true. you, man. Shout out to Jamaica. Um, and second. thank you guys for all the donations, by the way. We really appreciate man. it. <clears throat> this is going to fun uh, putting cream on Michael Blackson's feet. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the support, Marlon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 20 bucks from Philly Ivy. Uh, Blackson, you are the uh, the legend. Congrats on your success. FNF, I finally hired a trainer and looking to lose those pounds. Been making 200K for the past three years, but being fit makes you all around uh, 100%. Absolutely, that bro. You can't be fat in 2021. It's unacceptable. That is true. Uh, and then uh, 100 bucks from uh, JL Saint, I think it is. Oh, we read yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. DL Saint. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. And then we have, uh, let's see. Uh, no. Yeah, that one. Perfect. Uh, Michael, uh, Michael, tell FNF about Ghana light nightlife. Uh, that's twenty bucks from Real Humble Real. Twenty dollars, uh, well, twenty uh, euro. Ghana is lit, man. Shout out to Ghana. Oh god, such a great time we have in Ghana. Big Mo eighty nine, twenty bucks. Uh, the Tobro. Oh, we need you here asap. Okay, and then fifty bucks. JG France Francois. This interview is really legendary for nineties babies. Uh, hella nostalgic. I really like this lane. FNF. Y'all are good interviewers. Hashtag Michael Blackson. Hey, we try, him. man. Uh, and then RIP Patrice O'Neill. He idolized. He is idolizing his spaces. I wonder if you have any stories you would like to share. And that's from our boy MK Forty Seven Twenty Hours. Did you, you know Patrice? Patrice O'Neill. Nah, you know. I mean, I, I, I came across each other, but it was nobody I really talked to and right. never got to know. Okay. Unfortunately, no, but rest in peace. RIP. Comic. <clears throat> Shout out to him. Yeah, very, very funny. Uh, especially John. in the manosphere. Uh, John Hill, twenty bucks, super sticker. Thank you so much. And then we got uh, twenty bucks, Marlon Bra uh, Brown. Uh, you've asked the girl. Yeah. No, read that one. Thank and you so much, Marlon. Ninja Watcher three seven two. <laughs> I'm thirty years old. I was living in my mother's basement. Had a dead end job and dating a four. How the fuck you find twenty dollars to send to us, motherfucker? <laughs> 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 Is that your your allowance, my nigga? He says started watching y'all in February. Since then, I've doubled my income, making eighty k. Currently living in a three bedroom house. My new girls are eight. Hey, wow, hey, what's up, bro? What's up, hey man, sure. fresh and fit, brother. Shout out, shout I just, out. I almost shitted on you, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you chased it around. Yes, yeah. And then um, last, 
Oh, Jabrizi Magic. Hey, shout out to Jabrizi Magic. Uh, who's the guest? I can't see them. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you know, Jabrizi, he's a magician. Like, yeah, in, uh, he's like the six member of the five heartbeats. I see that nigga. Is that his picture or that Chris yeah, Rumpet? That, yeah, that's, that's, him, that's, him, that's him. That's him. Is that his picture? Yeah, that's yeah. him. Roast him. Roast him. You want to roast him? <laughs> he's a magician in um, uh, Vegas. You tell me to disappear off our screen when I show up. what's up, brother? And then DL saying, real talk, I spent three years at Fort Bragg. The women were about it. Yeah, facts, bro. Uh, a lot of chicks over there. Man. She belongs to the Yo, streets. You know what time it is. Nurse, if she's a nurse, if she's a military guy, run, bro. And flight yes. attendants, too. Oh, flight. There you go. Oh, yeah. Very dangerous. For so, the streets. So, uh, you know, nurse, up, I guess a lot of nurses are, are sluts, too, because they figure out, hey, if I catch a comedian, I could just take a shot myself. <laughs> Take my own pills, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, real talk. I ain't gonna lie. There's a couple of nurses I used to deal with. They, they would have Plan B on. Uh, they just get it. They had it. So oh, easy yeah, access. Yeah, they have it. So they're like, I don't care. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's actually sadly true. Uh, not you guys. You should always wear a condom though. Okay, don't be stupid like us. And then uh, yeah. TSK nine oh seven. Get the likes up and support these two jets over three. Almost see you there, motherfucker. Oh, Keith Murphy, fifty bucks. Shout to Keith. How to turn my brightness on my TV to 100. Keith Murphy, Sheesh. the rapper. Is that Keith, Keith Murphy? Uh, no. no, no, no. 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 All of, shout out to Fresh and Fit. Wait, your brightness is on, on 100, nigga? Damn. You can't see us for real? Screw you, bro. So did you ever expect to be in movies, uh, you know, when you're rising through the ranks as a comedian? Like, did you always think like, okay, I'm just going to do the comedian lane? Or were you like, no, I'm, I'm going to become an actor? Well, back in the 90s when I started, you know, Every stand-up comic that was great ended up with a TV show or ended up in a movie. Mm -hmm. So we knew there was a reward somewhere at the end for us. So that's, you know, we work hard to, like, get to that. Even though my passion is stand-up, that's why I make the most money, you know. But all movies on TV does is make you make your price go up. Right. You know? Yeah. Because so, yeah. I, I I see, like, King Bach, right? Mm -hmm. He started doing, like, uh, videos through Vine, right, right. through I remember uh, him. Instagram, mm -hmm. and he, he made it to movies. But it's a different lane compared to you guys back in the day. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But you know, but you know, stand up is my passion, man. That's mm. that's 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 how I became rich. From and you didn't and you didn't have social media. That's we a big have, thing. Well, yes. Yeah, you were coming it, up in the late nineties, uh, early two thousands. No one and even had cell phones yeah, like that. You, you had, had to, you had to be on TV mm. to be known to make money. You had to be on TV. Mm. You know. Now Facts. you know. Luckily, social media came out. It became like your own TV show. Yes. Your own right. TV network. You just had to entertain them, and it's going to grow. You know. You get the bigger your following is, the more you're worth now. And there's people that like are celebrities that really haven't been on TV. They're just YouTubers or whatever it is. And some some making guys, money. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> what's one piece of advice you would give to someone that wants to be a comedian in today's day and age? Yeah. In the digital market. Uh, originality, man. Just you know, because the thing about it, they watch so many other comedians that try to be like this person. Don't try to be like nobody. Be like you. Can nobody duplicate what you went through your personal life? You know, talk about your own personal experience. Mm. Just be original. That's the most important thing. Because you try to be like somebody, you know, you're not going to make it nowhere. Be yourself. Okay. And I will say this. Um, and put God first. Always don't forget. Put God first and let him lead you away. And don't give up. You keep going. Don't give up. You know, if it's meant to be, it will happen. You know, everything is not meant, everything is not meant for everybody. We all... There's some great comics that are funny, but they're just not going to be stars. Maybe they're just meant to be writers for a TV show or for a write mm. for another comic or whatever. You know, So just keep going to you, and that right passion will come eventually. Fire. And for you, I'll say this too because uh, I'm 31, right? Uh, not as old as you. But, uh, <laughs> but, Damn. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but coming up though, I remember watching you know, BET as, as a kid. And I remember uh, with you, the unique thing was 
there wasn't a comedian that came out on like a dashiki barefoot yeah. on on stage right. and would use that you know speaking with the Af- African accent. And that's and talk a about good thing. That, about, that was very unique. Yeah, that's a good thing about coming from Af- you know. That's why I love coming from Africa, being from Africa, because it made me different. One thing about America, America likes something that's different. Yeah. They like somebody, they, they, you know, they don't like people all being the same. And I stood out. I was different. It was if you very know, different. If you know my name, you knew the African nigga. So that was enough for me. Now everybody, I'm a household name now. Yeah. But I think being different is what got me where I am today. What was the BET show, man, that they would that they would bring on different? Well, and, and out. No, 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 no. On BET, it was, uh, well, oh. and out came way later. Oh, my bad. It, there's Comic View, but there was something else too, man, on BET where they would bring uh, comedians on and they'd like go back and forth. Bruce, Wait, Bruce used to host it. Fat dude, Bruce Bruce used to host it. I know someone in the chat's probably going to get oh, it. Oh, it was like a competition for comedians. It's um, coming to the stage. I remember that. That's how Kevin Hart got started, right? Kevin, was he remember, on that? Oh. I remember he he, he competed yeah. in some kind of thing. That's how I found out about him in the early 2000s as well. But there was something on It was BET. coming to the stage. I think Bruce Bruce Jose was coming. Uh, Def Comedy Jam? Well, we had Def Comedy Jam, and we had this other show <laughs> called HBO Snaps. That was like a... It was me and Monique on that talent. Tracy Morgan was on there. It was more like a kind of like what Wild and I is like comics roasting each other. It was like two or three episodes of that show. But the thing with Bruce Bruce, I think it might be coming to the stage. It would all it would just come if you could come show, view. man. I, it was late at night. It would come on at 10 p.m. It was comic there. view. It was, yeah. was, it, was it comic, comic yeah, view? Yeah, because Kevin okay, then, Kevin then, yeah. hosted okay. one season as well. Oh, that's Bruce Bruce okay. hosted one time. Kevin hosted, you know, the very later, like in the 2007-ish, 8-ish. Okay. Kevin hosted it, so it was Comic View. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. that's okay. Um, speaking of Wild and Out, actually, mm-hmm. uh, hold on. Uh, speaking of Wild and Out, tell us about that man with, with Nick Cannon and all that. How, how was that? What was that like? Oh man, that, that <laughs> you know, shout out to Nick for finding something so genius. I mean, kid is such a brilliant kid. But the funny thing about Wild and Out, I remember when I had just the, I moved to LA twice. The first time I moved to LA it was just like after the, my bus was kind of died. Like, I, you know, I was in the movie next Friday. It came out in 2000. From 2000 to, like, all the way 2004, I mean, I was milking that next Friday. I was traveling the whole country, right. picking mm-hmm. up little money here and there because I was still hot. Yep. And then when my buzz went down, which is, like, 2005, I said, okay, let me come back to L.A., see what's going on. And I remember coming to L.A. But by then, like I said, my buzz was done. Nobody was really trying to fuck with me at that moment. Mm-hmm. I remember at that time, it, 2006, around that time, is when Nick was auditioning for the uh, while now for the first time. Mm-hmm. I remember going to the audition. I sucked, you know, and then six. I, I think Gigolo was had had done pretty well as well. I'm gonna look that up. He had a song with R. Kelly called Gigolo as well. Okay. It was one that time. And that okay. it was right around that time. I'm gonna look I up. suck. I didn't even make the audition and I remember the show coming out. And then, you know, two thousand 10, 11 is when social media came out, and that's that's when I that's when I, I kind of like rose up again. Because mm. I remember that like two thousand six or seven, I went back to I went back east, went back to Philly. You know, I said, okay, let me go to, back to the drawing board and right. figure out what I need to do. Two thousand three is when Jigolo came out. So. Okay, yeah, because I remember he was on, he was like doing music as well back then. Mm-hmm. So, but the wild, I think, like I said, it was like oh four oh five was when he auditioned for Wild Enough for the first time, and I got you know, I, like I said, I sucked, I, I wasn't good enough, and then I I went made a name for myself. And then once I, when I became hot online, mm-hmm. now I don't have to audition no more. Now they call me to come and be a guest on the show. And then I'm busting them upside of the head for the money. That's what you get when I put me on the first time. <laughs> Yo. Now you got, they'll pay me seven times what they were paying the, the regular comics. Because I find out as I'm coming, what them niggas paying y'all? Yeah. I'm like, what? That's how they paying y'all? I'm like, what, motherfucker? They pay me seven times that. 
It's funny because <laughs> for one episode, the chemistry between you and this young fly was so funny. Mm-hmm. Like he would do all those uh, African accents. It was just funny between two of y'all on on the show. This young fly. Yeah, you know the funny thing about it I, when DC first came out on the internet, I didn't know who the, I had no clue who this kid was. He wasn't a comic like comics. We know comics. Yeah. So I remember one time, I'm good friends with this, um, you know, football player. I don't hear him play anymore. Good friend of mine, Philly Brown is his name. Are you heard Philly Brown? Well, he played. He got. He came from Ohio State. Went to drafted by the Panthers. Well, undrafted free agent. He ended up signing with the Panthers, and they went to the Super Bowl with Cam Newton against mm. Denver Broncos, and they loved the loved the Broncos in um, whatever year that was. But Philly Brown is a good friend of mine because he went to Ohio State, and that's where my nephew went. My nephew plays in the NFL right now. Eli Apple. Shout out to Eli Apple. He signed a one year deal with Cincinnati Bengals, so I'm looking forward to him having a good season there. But Philly was a good friend of mine, so Philly hit me like, "Yo, this dude, you DC just roasted you." I'm like, who the fuck is DC? So I went and looked it up. I looked at oh, this funny looking nigga. Okay. <laughs> and then I hit him back. You know what I mean? Roast his ass. He, me and him went back and forth. You know, and that's how we kind of like got started with like going back and forth. We went back for like five, six times. Wow. You know, I'm going to try to go back and find some old shit that we did. This is like, the, you know, early when Instagram just came out. We're talking about like 2012-ish, mm, 2013-ish. Yep, yep. You know, so that's how we kind of like got familiar with each other. I'm curious, bro. Uh, how was the first meeting Kevin Hart, Drake, mm-hmm. and Ice, uh, Mike Epps? Well, like I said, Kev, Kev, me and Kev, you know, Kev came from behind us. Like, Kev looked up to us as when we started. We was the one in Philly that was, like, headlining when Kev was opening act. So me and Kev, we go way back. We talking okay. about, you know, Kev probably started out in, like, 96, and I'm, like, 94, 93. So I had, like, three mm. years ahead of him. Mm. So, you know, he was like our, he's like our little brother. You know, uh, let me see. Drake. Drake. <laughs> Met Drake. Drake for the first time. You know, and Drake, I mean, he knew who I was. You know, you know, I, I was on my IG lighting people up every day. I'm that, I'm that nigga. <laughs> you know, you already know. Because I am <laughs> ran into him. It was in Tyson's Corner, somewhere in D.C. Mm. Uh, what year was, is this? Ah, oh, God damn it. Let me see. I remember who I was dating. I, I got to think about who I was dating to figure out who it was. <laughs> remember, remember he has amnesia, remember? Yeah, yeah, he has amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say it was, well, IG was out. So it had a band. It was probably like 2012 ish. Okay, 2012. 2012. 11, 12-ish. Around that time is when I met Drake for the first time. Okay. You know, he was, we happened to end up in the same store in Tyson's Corner. It's like at the mall in, in DC, DC, Virginia, whatever, you know. And that's why I ran into him. We took a picture together, actually. Um, and that was that. And then, um, you know, and I remember we followed each other on IG. And we just, once in a while, we'd, you know, we sent each other a DM. And he was like, you know, don't roast me too hard, whatever. <laughs> and then um, then I, I ran into him more recent when he, you know, in L.A. Mm-hmm. Me and his dad became real cool. You know, shout, shout out to Pops. Dennis. Yeah, Pops, real funny dude, funny looking dude. Like, can you do me a favor, Mike? Yes. Can you send me a picture of you and Drake so I can post it? I, would, I, I, would, I have to go back on IG and find it, but because I'll find it. They'll be like, oh, I'm with Drake. <laughs> He's gonna put it on his Instagram. I'll find it. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back and look for that picture. Okay. So uh okay, and so um and you're you're full time living in LA now at this point, right? Uh, you're probably meeting all oh, kinds of people. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now I am, you know. I got a house back east and you know, yeah. um I, whenever I wanna feel like, you know, get some snow, get that cold feeling, I'll go back to my house back in the East Coast. But, so 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 Drake, uh what was it like meeting Ice Cube? Oh, uh, like I said, the first time was, you know, I didn't even get to see him that night when he came to see Epps. I just knew he was there. I knew he was there. I didn't he get to there. talk to him. Okay. Uh, we talked more on um, Hip Hop Squares. We didn't even talk about that show. You guys ever remember Hip Hop Squares? 
No. What, what the if fuck? That was just a couple of years ago. This, yes. This, 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 we trainers. Like, trainers. Shots are We did like three seasons of Hip Hop Squares on um on VH1. Mm. Uh, Ice Cube produced it. And that's, mm. that's when we really got a chance to talk. You know, uh, cause we, you know, he produced the show and we have, we, I did every season, we did three seasons and then we, it kind of like got shut down in COVID. Mm. COVID shut it off, you know, but we're going to hopefully do come back once things are back to normal. Okay. Me and Ice, we got to talk a little bit. We, we talked about, you know, we talked about a lot. He's a real, real, he's a fan of my work, you know, and then I also, I ran into him a few times at his um, big three games. I'll go to the games, you know, he showed me love, he had me, and he's a great guy, man. Mm. Fire. Yeah. So I guess when you met him, it was a good day. Yes. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, uh, Chris, where we at? Uh, yeah. Uh, DL uh, Saint? Yeah, we missed this one. Okay, uh, ain't no grind like that. Stand up grind. Fresh and fit forever. Thank you guys so much, man. Thanks, guys, guys, and please do us a quick favor, man. Like the video. I don't want to stop the show to get likes up and stuff. Just help us with the engagement. And then yep. also comment below that Fresh and Mike have ashy feet and or for the algorithm. One of those two things right, will who's help. The, who's darker? Or, or, me, or, me, me or Mike. Or, or what was the other thing you said? I'm a the level 3,000 something. Play, you uh, did 3,000 pick in the 2010 <coughs> NBA draft. There you go. Out. Or Scotty Pippen. Uh, poor version. And then we got uh, Free Guapo. Uh, free, free Guap. Uh, how important was Moses in your career? <laughs> how important was what? Moses in your career. Moses. Oh, this is my Moses and um my boy Moses. I think so. Or, or oh, are they yeah. making a joke on the Red Sea? No, 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 no. no. Moses is a good friend of mine. Me oh, and Moses okay. go way back. I met Moses every bit of probably. I got to think about where I was living to figure out a year, but every bit of I know him at least fifteen to eighteen years. I God know damn. Moses for a while. Okay. That's, how got, because, that's how you got. That's how you got. Because without Moses, I would never have been in yeah. contact with. Black. Yeah, Moses oh. is a great guy. Yeah. He's a Haitian. Haitian guy. Stop! I say, Shout out from Boston. He's a he's just a diehard Boston fan. Patriots, Celtics. Bruins, Red Sox. Oh, that, no, I just hate that fuck. They, they, I hate teams that are so good, especially when your team sucks. You know? <laughs> I was raised in Philly. We, I mean, we struggled. Eagles fan? You know, but we won the Super Bowl, what, 2018? So I went to the game. I was right there. I went to the party with them. You know, it was a great feeling. Do you I'm know a, Meek Mo? Are you guys friends? I, yeah, yeah. Me, me and Meek fit. You know, we good. We, You know, we, we had our little what? beef moment. Oh, really? But overall, you know. We good friends. We, you know, we, I respect the kid. Did you roast your feet I or re- what happened? No, nah, no, nah, it's a long. I'm not even gonna get into that. <laughs> okay. Man. Shout King out to Meek. Meek's my nigga. Um, and it, it's what I like best about this kid, man. You know, he started out from the streets, grinded his way up, went through, sh- you know, some shit, you know, th- with Drake, and bounced back. Yeah, for real. Back, nothing like nothing impressed me more Huge than a nigga to make a comeback. Yeah. In everything, you know what I mean? Like so us, man. Out. Yeah. Comeback is strong. Facts. Yeah, come back. Uh, okay, King Dre, 50 bucks. Took a check on the first dates to see Michael Blackson at the Improv in Tampa back in 2012. Smashed the same night. <laughs> oh, there you go. Shout out right. to King, Shout Jay, King Dre, man. man. That's what Archie I do, motherfucker. I get niggas pussy. <laughs> Aphrodisiac. Uh, and then we got Archie Engineer, 35 bucks. I remember seeing Michael for the first time on a skit with Master P. It Epic. wasn't a skit. It was a fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> It's called Repo. Oh, yeah. Repo, yeah. that's right. Oh, I'm going to bring that nigga back. Gosh, Jenna and Lyle with balls in my hands. <laughs> Two coffees to go, please. <laughs> Bitch, you look like me. Oh, <laughs> Paper Chase, 50 bucks. Y'all boys are legends. Thank you so much. You. And then uh, I think we're caught up. No, right. And that's 20 bucks from Herman uh, Stribling. Uh, thanks for the advice. I'm about to close on my first property in Vegas, but getting to the real shit, uh, this is the most money I have to floating shirts, mother shirt, mother sucker. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Mike, how was it going to Ghana? And are you, you're building a school out there, right? Building a school, man. Building a school. I had to give it back. So, you know, when I came to the States, I didn't get to go back to Africa, period, to about 15 years later is when I was able Damn. to afford to 
15 years, 15 years, let me see. Yeah, 15 years later. Damn, okay. It's when I was able to afford, I was, I mean, I came at 13, I went back at like 27, 28, whatever age I was. And, and um, you know, it's when I was able to, at that time I was still working with airlines, 2000 mm. when I went. And uh, I, I mean, I, like I said, I get a discount on my flight, yeah. you know, so I went there and I'm, and I, and I actually went to Ghana and I'm, I'm in Ghana. I'm been in Ghana at one point in my life and I'm like, it's like the same things. I didn't see too much improvement. I was very sad. Like the kids, uh, you know, in the villages are like in, in, in a, helping their mothers in the marketplace. I'm like, why are these six, seven year old kids not in school? Mm-hmm. Why are they out here? You know, get to find out that every grade costs money in, in Ghana. Like, you know, uh, there might be some government schools, you know, which is like public school, but those fills up so fast because those are free. Mm. You know, even though like right now, I don't think anything from first to ninth grade, nothing is free. Those kids all have to pay between first to ninth grade. Damn. Like, you know, so I said to myself, a lot of these kids not in school, school because they can't afford to go. And I always, and then I remember one time I went to the school, this was back in 2000, I went to get an idea what, a school, what it costs a year. And I'm like, I found out it was like 80 bucks a year. Oh, really? I'm, I'm okay. like... I went, so I'm going to the marketplace the next day, and I seen like four kids, and I told the mother, I'm like, you know, I don't like these kids. Can I pay for them to go to school? Like, so I paid for like four kids to go to school for like four years, mm. right up front. It was yeah. like nothing, couple of couple of racks. Yeah, you know, and I'm and then I said to myself, then I said, I got I got to build a school eventually. Yeah, and I came back to the state. I started putting this plan together, you know, to build a school from like that's equivalent to like first to ninth grade, where kids would. It'd be a private school, it'd be a scholarship, be free for them. For free, they gotta okay. be special kids, you know, kids that really need it. I hate, you know, one thing my also Africans and foreigners were always trying to scam our way through <laughs> shit, you know. You'd be a fucking millionaire dad trying to put his kid in a free yeah, school. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I mean, mind you, it's gonna be just nine classes, about 25 people per class. So every kid in the school gotta be real special. You gotta really need this, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I mean, if I don't at least get to talk to at least, 25% of these kids, like, I'm going to these kids be handpicked, make sure they really need this. So I said to myself, I got to I gotta give back. So school it became my thing. I'm, I always thought education was the way, you know, you want to teach your kids how to avoid catching A's or doing this. And education all starts in school. They got to know. They got to know. So let's let's get the kids in school. That's fire. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, so, you, I'm, so I'm, instead of buying lotion for your feet, you I'm put kids through school. school. And, and I, it, listen, I, all my followers, my fans that come out to my shows, Hey, that's why I'm doing my money. Whenever you buy a ticket to my show, you are helping me build the school. So it's about 30, 40% done. And the goal is it's going to be ready hopefully by like January, February. And by September of next year, I want this shit to be running. Fire. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Giving back to the community, baby. Yes, sir. Uh, Kojo Iweridu, uh, 30 bucks from Canada. Uh, Morasaka, tell everyone about real estate opportunities in Ghana. Uh... Yeah, definitely. Ghana is upcoming. It's, it, Ghana is going to be like the Dubai of Africa, man. Mm. So, you know, I definitely suggest advice, you know, if you're going to, you know, you have a thing about going back to Africa, Ghana is a place to start. How much is a house over there roughly like? There are different prices, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I mean, you get houses cheap. As a, I mean, don't get this. Ghana is not, there's nothing really cheap. You know, if you want a decent house, you want to spend some money. Yeah. You know, but I mean... You could get a house anywhere from a hundred to fucking two million dollars, from hundred thousand oh, dollars to two million dollars. Yes, so it all depends what you could afford to get. And the, the, the unfortunate part of Africa is like 
99% of everything that's bought there mm. is owned. There ain't no, we know it's not much financing. Mm. Even though they do yeah. have it, but if you have it, a very short term and the interest rates are motherfucker. So niggas in Africa that own a house, they, they own cash. a house. Yeah, they own it. Mm. They're not leveraging yeah. with a bank or I'm not that. sure how it is in the island. Is it like they're in Barbados too as well? Uh, oh, you guys have like bank, no, but like they 8%. have banks and they, they do loans, but it's normally the the rich white people that buy most of the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in Ghana, you know, we're buying our own stuff, so yeah. Okay, so uh, Mike, any new upcoming shows you got going on or projects? Uh, anything yeah. that you're working on? That you uh, can talk about, share with us. Yes, um, you know, me and my lady doing another season of uh, Couples Retreat of the VH1 show. Oh hey. shoot, Charles. hey, that's you what's know. up. I saw some clips of it. Uh, very fun show. You know, I'm not a big reality guy but this one was like it's just so rare just more about yourself and just getting your fans to know who you are that's all so we're going to do another season of that so look out for that um i'm going on tour martin lawrence you know we was about to start a tour and then pandemic shut us down so now we're Damn, going back. martin lawrence legend yeah we're going back this fall october 22nd we start off and um well this the tour starts late september but i, I jumped on in september october 22nd because i had some previous things that i was booked october 22nd check me out in pittsburgh 29th it's philly 30th in new york uh and then they follow him and then i have vegas in there i got biloxi mississippi on the list i got ontario california on the list oh wow so look out for me on the martin latest fuck tour and real quick have you ever met uh will smith i met will damn it you know when i met will so funny around the time i met will was when uh will was he was doing, he was about to produce a show for Nick Cannon, and I don't think it never happened. Mm. You know, I think they was trying to, like, bring up a new Will Smith type, and Nick Cannon was going to be that guy. I remember, I remember Will was, because I remember I went and met with Will, because I'm very good friends with Charlie Mack, who is Will's right-hand man. Mm. And Charlie took me to meet Will, and I was like, you know, what you got going on? He said, well, the thing we have going on right now is this new show, but it's, it's kind of like about Nick Cannon, whatever, you know. He said, well, I'll, I'll keep it in your mind for some shit. But I think he probably mad at me because I know when he had through, when he went through that entanglement shit. I think I roasted his ass. <laughs> oh, shit. I lost all my friends, man. Oh, I, I man. lose a new friend every week. <laughs> yeah. You know it's uh, a funny Tyrese. Me and Tyrese are good friends, and Tyrese told me, he "said Mike, you're a celebrity now. You got you on our side. Yeah. You can't be roasting motherfuckers, well, nigga. I don't want to be on your side. I want to roast your nigga." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh man, uh, paper chase, hundred bucks. I'm down eighteen pounds this month, Myron. Let's get to it. Made eighteen k yesterday. Shout out to Jamie Foxx, also my nigga, Jamie hey. Foxx, Jamie. Me mm -hmm. is ready to produce a show with me, uh, uh, a TV show with me. We're talking about it right now. So, oh, shout out to my nigga Jamie Fox. Can't forget him. Yeah, he's also he's, he's also a very multi talented Miami. guy, yeah. man. Shout out to him. Actor, singer, uh, musician, everything, man. Stripper, everything. Man. Yeah, stri <laughs> what? Stripper? I'm just playing. Oh. <laughs> I believe anything. Django. I'm about to quit my job and buy a condo on the coast of Mombasa, Kenya. Hey, man. Do your thing, bro. Awesome. Paper chase. Shout out to you, brother. And then uh, DL Saint. Uh, yo, uh, please give this to Mike for the school. I'll be down there soon. My balls are not hurting anymore. LOL. There you go. Yeah, he got a um, sex to me, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to you, DL. He, uh, he doesn't want no more babies. Yeah, man. Boy, nah. he got, so he ain't got the boss to argue with his woman? We mean. <laughs> I think he just doesn't want to have kids anymore. He cut both balls or just one ball? Oh, you I don't know. Me. Okay, I think yeah. he cut his balls. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, know that much. Too much child support. I don't want his balls anymore. Uh, so any other projects? Uh, uh, let me see. I wrote, I wrote, I wrote, um, I wrote, a, I wrote my own script. I wrote a movie that I'm about to, I'm getting, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to still my idea, but, okay. you know, I got, I got a, Crazy controversial movie idea, man. Hey. Mike, where can they find you, brother? 
No, in the daytime, motherfucker. <laughs> Look for me before 8 p.m. Okay? After 8 p.m., you'll you never find me, okay? I'm undefeated. In fact, I win all my fights at night. Anybody want to fight me? Meet me outside 8 p.m. Oh, 6 p.m., I'm defeated every fight. But, um, yeah, follow me, follow me on IG. Uh, for those who went to a public school, I'll spell it for you. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-B-L-A-C-K-S-O-N. That's my Instagram, my Twitter, and my Christian Mingle. <laughs> Christian Mingle. <laughs> All right, guys. Man. Uh, so, yeah, guys. Yo, guys, thank you so much for tuning in for, to the show. I think we're going to have an after hours yeah, here quick in a show, little bit. Uh, with the girls and Mike and then his girl as well, and then we're going to end it there. All right, guys. We'll catch you guys in a little bit. Peace. Peace. Yeah.